Hey everybody and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings Podcast 1. I've been here for over an hour now, uh, messing with settings and getting used to the software in the room and my volume, and I think I've got everything set now where it should be okay. Uh, Podcast 1 will just be an introduction, me introducing myself to you, you getting used to the podcast and seeing if we like each other. As you can tell, the uh, recording is pretty terrible. This is a microphone on a headset that, uh, you know, just average gamers use all the time. Um, It's what I've got now, uh, so this is what you have. Also, I'm recording on my netbook, which is probably not the greatest thing to record with. And I'm in this little tiny room. It's probably about seven feet big, if that, maybe six feet. So it's pretty echoey. And uh, the the walls are uh, drywall and concrete, so I really don't want to risk varying the volume of my voice because it will echo and uh, cause popping if I get too close to the microphone so we've got a lot of dangers here that we're working with and uh, hopefully things will turn out okay and it will be reasonably enjoyable for everyone involved. As I mentioned this will be an introduction so uh, let's begin the introductions. Make it so number one. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area in California I am a child of the late 60s, as it were. I was born in 69, so my childhood was mostly spent in the 70s and 80s. During those times, the thing to do in the 70s was play Blue Box Dungeons & Dragons. I got my first set when it was pretty new. I was pretty new still. I was probably around 7 or 8. One of my friends in school at the time got me into it. And I think I asked for it for Christmas. I don't think it was something my dad just happened to get me. Um, He he did kind of uh, get me into gaming, though I don't really know to this day if he himself was a big gamer. He definitely took me to science fiction movies. Um, You know, I was too young to pick which movies to go to myself. So um, I guess it's kind of his his thing that I picked up there. So I grew up playing... uh, Blue Box Dungeons Dragons. I uh, did Advanced D&D a little later. I didn't have too many friends that played, so it was kind of mostly something I did on my own, doing the choose choose my own adventure things. Uh, I'd make characters and you know plan out dungeons, but I didn't really have anybody to play with uh, outside of a few years of that first friend that got me into it. A little later, uh, arcade games started coming around. Around really the same time, Pong came out but it was a few years after Pong before things really started to take off, and they didn't fully take off until the arcades of the 80s. But uh, I also grew up with uh, video games, just the arcade games, and uh, my dad got us an Atari 800 when that was new, so I basically grew up with computers as well. Um, Just all kinds of gaming and all kinds of computer stuff, and that's sort of uh, my origin. For television, I used to watch classic Star Trek. It's still one of my favorites. Uh, absolutely love it. Um, I also watched later on uh, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Super Friends were big in the morning. Uh, Thundar the Barbarian and his fabulous Sun Sword. Um, I also watched uh, Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. Uh, but those were, were later. A-Team. A-Team was very cool. I was also very big into Knight Rider, but he didn't come along until, I believe, the mid to late 80s, so he was a little bit later. 
when I was younger, um, I also used to watch a lot of Fantasy Island and Love Boat. Um, those were really kind of the prime time shows of the day, and I still wonder if my watching those shows is why I'm a romantic. I love romantic comedies um, more so than most guys, and so I wonder if it's uh, you know me liking the shows or the shows influencing me. I still don't know to this day. I also wonder if the influence of those early shows of Star Trek and Knight Rider and Buck Rogers are why I, uh, I have my beliefs that I do about helping people and being friendly. It's now 1.30. I've burnt up an hour and a half in this room. Uh, my time is almost up, and I'm only about five minutes into my podcast, so obviously I need to organize my thoughts a little better, figure out uh, what I want to do, because I'm almost out of stuff to talk about. I've got some neighbors that just moved in. You might be able to hear them. They're awfully noisy and distracting. So even even if I had more time, I don't know how much longer I would want to stay here. Getting back to gaming a little bit, um, when I was a younger teenager and all through my teen years and up until my early 20s, I uh, used to do a lot of uh, game designing for me and my friends. We didn't have a whole lot of money. Um, so we weren't buying a lot of the, the pre-made stuff, so I was spending a lot of time designing my own board games, and plus we liked elements of this game and that game, so I, I kind of combined them into you know, our own game that we could do. So I've got a lot of design experience. Uh, I, di I didn't publish anything really except for one card game. There's about half a dozen copies out there in the world somewhere, if they still exist that were uh, one of the card games I made. I've been considering changing it into a PDF and releasing it for free to you guys because I do own the rights to it and I can do that if I want to. I spent the majority of those days um, just designing systems really, a, a lot of role-playing stuff. I, I think I have about four different role-playing games. Um, they were pretty complete. Uh, we would go through one version and then play a different system and then play a different system. And I, I was the GM, so I would also design all of the runs that we did. I really haven't designed anything probably since my early 20s. Uh, I very much stopped designing games because we got older and we didn't see each other all that much. So we didn't have a lot of time to play games. We sort of transitioned into collectible card games, which were much easier to spend our own time sorting through our decks. And then when we got together, we played for a little bit. Uh, we did a little bit of board gaming at that time. But mostly, you know, we got older and we didn't have a lot of time. So we'd just hang out and we'd see a movie, do a barbecue. Occasionally we would do a Nerf war, run around, shoot each other with Nerf guns. It was fun. We were young. Also, from my early 20s on, I transitioned more into video games, and my friends that I had been hanging out with since I was a teenager really weren't into them quite as much. Um, I got I got into console gaming, and later when I could buy my own PC, because you know I was on my own then, I got into PC gaming, and uh, they really didn't keep up with me quite as much in that regard. I mean, they loved the console games. We could come out, we could all you know play on the console, but. Uh, as far as PC gaming, we sort of drifted at that point. By the time EverQuest 1 started, we sort of got back together. A few of us had uh, decided to play. I, I was the one that said, hey guys, check this out. This, is, this looks really cool. We should try this. 
and uh, some of them liked it, but mostly because of our different schedules, we kind of drifted apart. Um, ever since that point, we kind of just continued to drift apart, and when I got divorced in my late 20s, I, I really didn't see any of them anymore because we had drifted so far apart and had different interests to the point where we really didn't have anything in common anymore, and the, the physical separation of where we were living just made it difficult to get together. Ever since then, I haven't really had any new friends. I, I don't really know why, but uh, my life has pretty much remained solitary. I'm still online playing games when I can, so I, I do make some new friends online, but I haven't made any new friends um, in real life, IRL. Uh, I don't know why. I think it was about the time I stopped playing EverQuest 1, which I played for about a year and a half uh, from release on. Uh, I started cruising around boards. I wanted to find out what else was out there, started talking to other people, looking at other games, and that's really about when the rabbit came to be in early form. I uh, started building my own systems. I had actually been building them for quite some time. I think since uh, just about before EverQuest launched, around 98, I uh, did my first uh, graphics card installation of the 3D FX SLI, whopping two two graphics cards with eight meg each. Ooh, look out! Um, but ever since then, I had been tweaking tweaking my system and changing the graphics card, adding hard drives. You know, changing out the different drives or the power supply, and it was around the early 2000s that I had done my first full system build, and from that point on, I was recommending hardware and, and telling people, um, you know, what to watch out for, what to what to pick, how to do it, and uh, it was mid 2000. Uh, just around 2005 that the rabbit name officially came about and ever since then I've been rabbit before that I was Cavalier 1969 so those of you who have uh, been around a while on the boards may recognize that name as well and go oh yeah he used to talk about hardware too so here we are that's me uh, always done role-playing games ever since blue box D&D Occasionally done arcade games, not so much now. Big, big in the 80s, but not so much since probably my mid 20s. They kind of died down, and my interest kind of died down with them because consoles came up, and consoles could do just as good as arcade games. So, not the first generation of consoles, obviously, but by the time the PlayStation came around, uh, graphics were really starting to get pretty good and Sega Dreamcast just really blew things out of the water. They, they were the first one to have graphics better than the arcade games. So I, I got into console games. I don't do them a whole lot. I do, I do them on occasion. Kind of like arcades, I do it on occasion. Um, but I'm big into PC gaming. Um, a lot of role-playing single-player games I like. I like some first-person shooters, uh, mostly the not-realistic ones. I'm looking forward to Rage a lot. Uh, that would be very cool. The next Bioshock is on my list, very high priority. Of course, Mass Effect 3 should own. But of course, that brings us to the sad reality of the current rabbit life. As those of you who have been following my writings of Epic Fail know, I've been homeless for the last two and a half years. 
I still don't quite know why. I'm looking for jobs, I'm just not finding anything. I, I guess it's just a terrible economy. I have reasonably marketable skills. I'm not an expert in anything. I have five years of graphic design, five years of general office work, and a smattering of just six months here, three months there. Nothing really special, but nothing so terrible I couldn't get hired again. I just haven't been able to find anything. I'm trying to find a career. I have an associate's and a bachelor's in psychology. So I thought uh, at the time that I would continue the master's and doctorate. I was in a master's for sociology. I, I had originally planned on teaching um, both in sociology and psychology at the junior college level. However, apparently 2.9875 GPA is not above 3.0 and the college decided to kick me out. I haven't yet found out how to get back in. I'll probably look more into that uh, as time goes on and we get closer to the summer and uh, filing for the fall for 2011. Hopefully I can find out how to get back in at the master's level because with a bachelor's in psychology you apparently can't really do anything. It, it doesn't really help you at all. I haven't gotten a single job since getting it uh, back in 2004. So that's been uh, seven years now that uh, it's done me absolutely no good at all. But yeah, that's the sad reality of the rabbit life currently. I uh, have no way to game because everything I own just about has been in storage for the last two and a half years. I've been getting by with a netbook that I got uh, about a year and a half ago. I had put some money uh, into a savings account to pay off my debtors. I owe somewhere around 12,000 actual debt. They've jacked it up to probably over 16,000 by now. But I had put away something like 1,500 towards one of those uh, debt counseling people. They said, you have to give us this much and then we'll release the money and make deals with your creditors. However, because of reduced hours at work, I only work roughly 10 hours a week. Um, I never made their target figure, and eventually they said, you know what, we can't protect you without the money, and we need a, a regular payment, and I couldn't do either of those. So I said, well, okay, since I never actually started you know, with your company and you guys haven't really dealt with any of my creditors, can you give me back some of my money? And they agreed, and it was enough to get a netbook, not enough to get a laptop. Uh, back then, the cheapest laptops were probably in the 1200 range, so it was not feasible at all, since I'd only gotten back about $600. $600. Nowadays, you can find one for about $800. I'm hoping very soon, with my tax return and some donations from a guild that I'm in, uh, I'll be very close to that figure. My hours do bulk up to about 30 hours a week in the summer, so if not soon, then uh, in the summer for sure I'll be able to get one of course I keep hoping that I'll find a home somebody will take me in taking a stray bunny and uh, help me out or you know find a full-time job in hopefully a career that I'm happy with and uh, everything will be back to normal so that's it for my introduction of who is rabbit and that concludes the first section of the first podcast hopefully you guys enjoyed it I'll be back in a few seconds for you uh, but I'm almost out of time in this little room, so uh, it could be hours or days for me to continue the podcast. Normally, I'll probably just talk about what's going on in my sad life. Uh, hopefully, 
what's going on in my life that makes me happier and it won't be so such a sad life and uh, obviously we'll talk about gaming a little bit uh, maybe about my history and maybe I might even do some reading from epic fail or just talk about technology in general or maybe even just movies I'm watching hey speaking of movies uh, Green Hornet comes out this week we're looking forward to that uh, you guys should all go see it in IMAX 3D because that rocks IMAX 3D is actually better than regular 3D it's got multiple layerings however if you're one of those people that can't see 3D if you have a red-green color blindness or other issues that uh, prevent seeing 3D uh, not the best choice you probably don't want to spend the extra money for it but hopefully you guys can have a good time uh, listening to me talking about gaming or hardware or being silly I uh, haven't been silly on this podcast yet maybe I can splice in some stuff that's silly hopefully uh, I can I tried to already but it didn't work I don't know what's going on the software is being strange it doesn't seem like the greatest software I really want to get into using GarageBand because from what I saw it looks amazing and the people I've talked to so far say it's really easy to use the software I have is on PC because that's what I have but it, uh, it doesn't seem the greatest and the ones that you even have to pay for don't seem a whole lot better so hopefully my quality of podcasting will improve and I will become more professional and not sound so terrible on the microphone. So I hope you enjoyed section one and uh, I'll be back in just a few seconds for you. Good evening and welcome to the Vampire Podcast where we put the blah in blood. You are listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. So, speaking of talking about gaming, I want to set the Wayback Machine for roughly 1999 or 2000, I think it was closer to 99, in EverQuest 1. I was playing my cleric, and I saw a gnome. He was uh, soloing, and I was soloing in the same area. Uh, it started raining, and he ran under a little a little hut, like a guard hut, and there was a, a crossbar in the street there. But he ran under the hut, and uh, I thought that was kind of odd. I asked him, why are you running under the hut? It's raining, but the hut doesn't protect you. It's, it's you know, virtual rain. It doesn't actually make you wet. And he said, yeah, but it makes me feel better. This made me wonder why he would choose um, feeling better about not being virtually wet instead of going to the center of the guardrail where you know you were between two different uh, NPC guards which would protect you from the enemies which is part of the reason why he ran back there and that really triggered uh, a lot of writing for me in 99 and 2000 about uh, just about gamers and how uh, gaming makes you feel when you're gaming um, not so much in first-person games I mean there are you know, emotions and feelings in first-person games, but you, you kind of get more into it in uh, online gaming. Uh, you, you develop certain relationships with NPCs you see often. You may say hey to them when you go to shop at their shop, or um, you may do things like that. You may go hide next to a certain guard because you like that guard better than the other guard, but logically, there's no real reason why they're better. Um, but we attach these feelings to the games, and I think that's really important to uh, just recognize when you do that and consider why. 
I realized when I, I listened to that section that I, I said uh, first-person games, and what I really meant was single-player games, um, because historically, uh, recently, in, in recent years, this has changed a little bit, but historically, uh, single-player games didn't really invest the, the player and their character in a lot of emotion and a, and a lot of feelings, whereas online games left that mostly open, so players kind of filled in the blanks, as it were. Um, in recent years, though, this has changed quite a bit, uh, particularly with Dragon's Age and uh, Mass Effect. Um, the characters really get flushed out, and you, you really get emotionally involved and brought into the story of uh, your companion NPCs, and so, you know, the situations really make you think and feel, you know, like you would as a real person, and I think that's really important for gaming. I think uh, when people don't do that, developers, you know, tend to ignore those those aspects, they, they lose a lot of, of the game and the experience of playing a game, and and uh, I think, you know, we play these games to explore different worlds, explore different lives, and uh, be different people for a short while. And, uh, you know, our experiences uh, are life experiences, even though they're, they're virtual. They're still uh, life experiences, and they're just as valid as real ones. And they become uh, a part of who we are, what we've experienced in life. And I think that's really important, and uh, it's one of the reasons why I like gaming. It's possible that this difference is part of why there's this whole conflict between PC gamers and console gamers. With console games, you, you have a limited range of emotion, and you can't really express emotion to other people. You certainly can in single-player games. With you know, you get the same same experience in say Dragon Age or Mass Effect in uh, on a console as you would a PC, because you're not interacting with other people. And, and so I think possibly there, there's part of that reason um, why PC gamers and uh, console gamers sometimes clash. Uh, the experience with console gaming is not not usually focused like that. It, it's more about you know you playing with your friends on the couch, and uh, there isn't as much interaction with the NPCs because they expect you to be interacting with your friends on the couch. Whereas uh, with PC games, um, you know this is all historically speaking. Uh, with PC games, they they typically involve you more in the lives of the characters and and get deeper into the story. That I think historically had to do with the, the storage amounts. Um, in recent generations, of course, we've had you know DVD and Blu-ray storage in consoles, so that's really changed things. But back in the day when they were cartridge based, uh, storage was really at a, a premium. So there you go. Um, couple of points to think about for my rabbit ramblings. Um, probably my podcast will go a little bit more like the second half of this. Obviously, I don't need to tell you my full history every time. That would be silly. Um, but yeah, we'll probably talk about gaming, uh, movies, um, maybe a little bit of home theater, and just the industry in general. Um, a little bit about psychology, possibly. Uh, you know, as a player, you know, you, you have feelings and emotions, and, and they're valid to consider. It looks like, too, that uh, changing the room I was in and not plugging in my computer to uh, a power outlet while I was recording has uh, greatly improved the quality of the audio. I haven't uh, listened to it back on my iPhone yet to double-check, but just looking at the little squiggly marks, they look a lot happier now. So hopefully um, different recording areas will greatly improve um, how I do the podcast and how they sound to you. Uh, improving my enjoyment of uh, doing them because they sound nicer and uh, obviously your enjoyment of listening to them because 
they sound better. So I think I'll close out this first uh, podcast and uh, get it on its way. I expect it will probably take me a few days from now. Now is Wednesday the 12th, I believe. Yes, 12th. Um, but I expect it will probably be a few days for me to get it done, get it posted, get the little tags on it and everything, and get it out to you guys. Um, I really wish I could splice in some transitions sounds that I got. Uh, it would sound a lot nicer. Uh, add in a little funny thing here and there that I wanted to add in. But uh, this software doesn't look like it can do that. So I'm going to have to wrestle with it a little bit, see if I can figure out how to do it. Uh, if not, uh, they're just going to be straight talking, I guess. Uh, not so much with the sillier transitions until I can find out uh, how to do that with different software, maybe. Um, this one is free. Uh, I'm not on an Apple, so unfortunately I can't use GarageBand, which looked really nice. And from the two or three people I've spoken to about doing podcasts, they said it, GarageBand makes it really easy. But that doesn't exist for PC, so uh, I have to find something else. So of course, if you're listening and you happen to know something else that's equivalent for PC, go ahead and tell me. I will announce whenever I put up a new podcast on my Facebook page, so if you want, you can leave comments there for the specific podcast in question, and uh, you can mention things like that to me. Say, hey, hey, Mr. Rabbit, check out this software. It's it's good, it's free, or, you know, it's cheap. Uh, either or. Either or works fine. You can also drop me an email anytime you want at rabbit, R-A-B-B-1-T, at rabbit.com, abb1t.com, which is obviously my website. I hope uh, you guys enjoyed the podcast. I know a lot of it was uh, really history heavy. Uh, those of you into me probably would uh, like it, and those of you who are uh, about the same age may go, hey, I remember that. I did that. And uh, in either case, hopefully you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it uh, pretty good. Um, I'm sure I'll enjoy it more in the future as I get used to it. And uh, we'll have some fun, hopefully. Uh, I expect they'll all be probably around half an hour to 45 minutes. They may be slightly longer or slightly shorter, depending on what I have to talk about uh, at that time. I am going to target every other week, but it will really depend on what is going on with my life. Um, being homeless, there's not a whole lot of uh, good times and uh, not a lot of change. So. You never know, I might not have a whole lot to talk about, and uh, it might be three weeks, it might be four weeks. Um, it also depends a lot on uh, feedback. You guys uh, enjoy it and you talk back to me, uh, you, we might spark some interesting things to discuss. Uh, so that, of course, would give me more things to talk about. More things, less things, uh, long, short, I don't know. We'll have to see what the future brings. I try to stay hopeful in that uh, my future will be good, so... Uh, We'll see. We never know until that actually happens. So, until next time, this has been Rabbit with Rabbit's Ramblings. I hope you had fun. Okay, thanks, bye. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2011 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share All Lake license.